I'm your health coach, Melissa Lee. Here at Thriving with Nourishment Health, I provide women with the resources to reclaim fertility and celebrate periods through the lens of functional medicine. It is time to empower ourselves with natural solutions over band-aid medicines. We will get to the root cause of symptoms to see the bigger picture. Let us find the ability to heal ourselves, get back to Mother Nature, and live in a healthier world. Hi everyone! Welcome to the second episode of Lifestyle Tuesdays. So today I wanted to talk about detoxifying your home. Um, you know, our home is a place where we spend most of our time and a lot of um, the modern materials that we use are actually, you know, pretty toxic to us and we may not know it. So first off, I want to say welcome. If you're here live, um, you know, come say hi, drop any questions that you need. Um, I'm going to be talking about why we even have to care about our home environments, how toxins can impact us, and actually focus a lot on how to detoxify your home in simple, simple steps. So, you know, when we live in like this modern era, we all know that, you know, poor nutrition and high stress levels can really cause um, chronic illness, especially lifestyle illnesses now, um, you know, that are like autoimmune and root causes or diabetes or thyroidism or any other kind of disease. Um, a lot of them are actually, you know, based on the poor lifestyle choices that we make. Um, you know, such as like eating craft food and having high stress levels and not doing anything about it. But, you know, for those of us, you know, who are eating like a healthy diet or like a whole foods diet, minimal processed foods, um, lots of fruit and vegetables. And also, you know, there are some of us, you know, we are able to rather you know we tend to still feel low in energy we tend not to sleep well we have anxiety problems or depressive problems and if you're listening to this and you're you know that kind of person or there's still something lacking like you feel like okay why is my period still not regular or why can't I get pregnant or you know I still have like all these allergies that I have from childhood I want you to think about toxins Okay, so toxins is a really big root cause for um, disease and, um, you know, toxins are present in, you know, everywhere, right? Like in the environment, in the air, in our home environments as well. So, um, for example, you know, like the toxins that are really rampant are in our water system. So even if you have like a conventional water filter like Brita, so I'm talking about those, especially who lives in the States. Um, you know, the water is not totally filtered very well. Um, even the Brita, you know, they only filter like the chlorine out. They might not filter all the other heavy metals out. So if you think about water, it's not only chlorine or fluoride. You have to think about, okay, there are all these like industrial pollutants, you know, that comes from industrials, um, like the industrial section. There's also like heavy metals that comes from like, you know, plastic use and all that. And everything is connected, right? Like, we've heard of, um, <clears throat> there are studies that have shown that, you know, places far away, even like, um, like the north, the very northern hemisphere, like the women there are affected by toxins that have moved through the oceans um, from like urban areas like the United States. 
So we really want to be thinking about, okay, for example, if you think about your water, um, what is actually in your water? So I'm on the, my personal journey myself, you know, trying to detoxify my home as much as possible. So one of the ways that I am going to be embarking on is to really check what is in my water in my specific city, in my specific state, and then trying to find a filter that corresponds to, you know, um, getting rid of all those toxins in my water and also something that is convenient to your budget, obviously, because not all of us are super rich and you don't, it's not like, you know, we can just revamp our entire house in one go. So the whole point of reducing toxins is really to take step by step. And the first step is to address your water because, you know, we don't only drink water, but we use water to cook. We use water to like water our plants, for example, if you're feeding your pets water, Obviously, they're also going to be drinking this, you know, the same like heavily polluted water. And if you care about your pets, maybe that's not such a good idea. Um, also, in the shower, if you want to be thinking about it, maybe having a filter on your shower head, and that could also, you know, affect like um, the quality of your hair, like how much freeze um, your hair has, and all that. Um, speaking of hair, like excuse my just drying out hair. I'm getting ready for a photo shoot today. And, you know, I just had a shower, so really excited about that. Um, so anyway, so toxin exposure is really way more rampant than you realize. So just think about everything that you use. So I had this conversation recently about uh, with my client in the car. So she was driving me and then there were like air fresheners in the car. And I asked her, like, are these air fresheners? Like, I, I'm, I keep smelling something, right? And it's like causing my throat to be scratchy. And then she said yes, and I said, you know, air fresheners, they aren't the best. Um, they're actually one of the worst ones. So air fresheners in your car and also like as a spray for the house. Um, those have like very high levels of pollutants, um, chemicals. Um, quick cheat for you, if you look at the ingredient list and you, if you see fragrance or perfume, definitely don't get that because the beauty industry is very unregulated when it comes to advertising. So they're able to, you know, say fragrance and put like unlimited number of chemicals in that one word and you don't even know and they don't have to like list them all out. It's crazy, but it's kind of like offensive too if you think about it. Like you're buying all these products, you think they're good for you. For example, beauty products is a big one. You think like, oh, you know, just because it says like natural or olive oil on the, the packaging for sensitive skin, then this should be good. But a lot of times, if you look at the ingredient list, um, there are a lot of parabens in there. There are a lot of like sodium lauryl sulfate, SLS. That's a very common one in shampoo and soap. Um, if you look at the ingredient list, there's also like um, phthalates. And those are, all of them are pretty much carcinogenic. They're, you know, they increase your risk of developing cancers. They affect your detoxification processes and your methylation processes in your body which means that the way your DNA is um, being processed is different. Um, you know, you may not be able to poop very well, or you might have migraines, you might have brain fog. And that's one really scary thing about toxins. Um, whatever we slather on our skin, it enters through the skin, and it also can enter, um, once it enters your body, it can go through the intestines, it can also, you know, go through the blood-brain barrier. And so that's really crazy because you don't want all these chemicals, chemicals you know, start entering all these vital organs. Um, and another big thing about toxins is that 
um, a lot of people don't know this, but toxins are actually fat-loving compounds. So, for example, a lot of uh, mercury is also stored in fat tissue. Mercury is also stored in the brain, by the way. So, if you go about like just taking out your amalgam fillings, and the mercury is off-gassing in your mouth, and it's going to enter your bloodstream, and then enter your blood-brain barrier, it's going to be stored there, and you know, causing all these downstream effects. Um, definitely don't just go take out your filling without either using a binder or going to like a biological dentist where they um, they modify their processes in order to be safer um, for when they take out the fillings. So dental health is another big, big um, source of toxins and we can talk about that another day. But, um, you know, every system is interconnected. So getting back to toxins, so... So toxins, you know, they can really impact our health. If you're thinking about, you know, for example, if you want to get pregnant, um, this is even more vital because studies have shown that toxins can also enter the placenta. I was going to say pancreas, but um, the toxins can also uh, enter the placenta and pass through the umbilical cord. And a lot of babies are born now with tons of chemicals in them. It's crazy. It's also like, you know, BPA and parabens and phthalates and all the other ones that you might have heard of before. And that can really cause them to have like neural development problems or, you know, ADHD and autism and all of these um, diseases that are kind of linked neuro neurologically. Those can be due to um, the amount of toxins in the environment. Um, and then one of the last impacts of toxins, I want to say, is on the mitochondria in our cells. So mitochondria, uh, there are kind of like organelles, like ancient organelles, that have developed to be um, like the energy-producing centers in our cells. So all our cells have mitochondria in them, and you really want them to be optimal because they're giving you the fuel and the energy for you to go about your day, and also for like your biological processes to... Um, you know, proceed in a normal way, like your digestion and sleeping and DNA repair and genes and everything, right? So basically, we re so toxins actually impair that process. And with that, you have cells that are dysfunctional, you have neurons that don't function well, so they don't make connections between each other. And that's why, you know, you might have like poor focus, poor memory, and then it can also affect your nerves. So you might have um, unstable gait, like you can't walk. Um, you know, in a steady, you might have vertigo, um, and all, all of these things, right? Like, I'm listing out, like, a ton of effects that can come from toxicity. And so we really want to, you know, start being aware of, like, okay, what kind of environment am I in, right? Like, um, what kind of beauty products am I slathering on my skin every single day? What kind of makeup am I using? Like, did you know that lead is also in lipstick? So if you get like the conventional lipstick, um, and think about it, right? Like if you're putting it on your lips, you're inevitably swallowing a lot of the particles over the day, over time. Um, so, you know, a lot of women actually have lead in their bodies due to lipstick. And then also lead accumulates in bones. So it's going to be affecting your bone density, especially when you go into like perimenopause and menopause. And that's why women also have a higher risk of developing osteoporosis because of this very reason. Um, and that's also why it's not enough to just take calcium for your bones. 
and that I can talk about another day because bone health is another big one that has a lot of misconceptions. Um, so that's you know kind of how toxins can impact us. Like you really think about it, there are a lot of downstream effects on the various systems and various organs of our bodies. So you might be asking me now, like, okay, Mel, like I know I've heard all of this. Like, how do I actually reduce the amount of toxins and you know how do I excrete toxins out of my body so we really want to be thinking about, about both ways the amount of toxins coming in and then the amount of, of toxins that go out so let me just address the amount of toxins that go out is through forms of excretion so basically if you're thinking like movement sweating urinating breathing and also like uh, via your bowel movements these four are really important to have um, every single day make sure you're like doing activities that can you know help all of these processes um, function very well so that you can get toxins out and they're not just like recirculating in your body um, and today you know when we talk about detoxifying our home we want to be thinking about okay how do I re remove or reduce the amount of toxins that come into your body so let's start from various areas in our home so we can talk about um, the bathroom first so the bathroom, you know, we want to be thinking about beauty products and skincare. Make sure to choose skincare that are non-toxic. So I will be putting a link later on um, from Beauty Counter that gives you a list of never ingredients. So ingredients that you should not ever see in your ingredient list. And I'm also going to be giving you some sources of where you can get non-toxic skincare, um, both in Asia and also United States. Um, and so you really want to be thinking about choosing beauty products that don't have phthalates in them, um, you know, sunscreen that are safer, that doesn't have aluminum in them. Um, you know, heavy metals are really, really big ones. Um, so I like to use, for example, like Emory Skincare or Oshia. They're really great for skincare and they're really, really safe. Um, you can also go to the EWG website to look at um, safer ingredients to choose from or safer products or you can also you know just go to their website type in ingredients that you see from on your own skincare bottle and they'll tell you like the rating and the ratings just basically telling you like how dangerous it is or how safe it is so you can do that too and i'll put all of those links in the comment later on um, so we want to be thinking about revamping the beauty skincare and if you, you know, start doing that slowly by, uh, you know, over time, you might actually see an improvement in your skin. So, for example, I used to have a lot of breakouts and I, you know, I would use like a lot of like concealer and makeup to cover them. Um, right now, I don't actually have breakouts anymore. Even if I do, it's just like one or two, like it's never like a whole cluster anymore. And I noticed that because I started to use a lot more like normal um, botanical oils for my face which are um, you know they have a lot more um, anti-inflammatory properties and they're a lot more gentle on your skin so for example using oils like jojoba oil or um, rosehip oil those are really great for the skin so you know you just want to be thinking about that you know in the area of the bathroom um, another one now in the area of the bathroom uh, I talked about earlier is like using a filter for your shower head so obviously you don't as, as much as you don't want to drink the chemical polluted water, you don't want to be showering it, it, in it either, right? Like, 
it's definitely like affecting you and then also you might you definitely would ingest some of the water um even though you're not like drinking straight from the shower head so just you know just think about that and also like um now i'm thinking like if we have baths too like we are actually kind of just sitting in that polluted water so maybe thinking about having like a little filter for your bathtub too that could be handy um and you know moving on to like the kitchen uh, when we think about the kitchen the main ones are like the cookware so using non-stick cookware is actually not the best like the teflon ones because they actually have a lot of things in the coating of the pans that make it non-stick so and over time you know these don't actually last forever so over time like they actually come like they kind of peel off and so when you start to cook with them they get into your food and i've actually had personal experience with this i had the green pan and i think some of you might have no no might know about the green pan um the green pan is actually kind of like i think they use like olive oil coating or something um but then actually my green pan is starting to peel and a lot of like food substances got stuck in it and it was like kind of brown and i just threw it out because i was thinking okay there's a lot of things in there that is getting into the food which i don't know about so that's kind of gross so it's kind of scary so now i have cast iron pans and stainless steel are also really good and also you can go you can use like the dutch oven ones like the ceramic ones are pretty okay so you know just thinking about the kind of cookware that you use um and then the next one is i'm i want to talk about using plastics in the kitchen so plastics are you know usually rampant in like containers that you store food and in, even in the water bottles or like plastic straws and plastic spoon and knives and whatever um, really try to not use plastic in your home because they're really really a high source of like bpa and you know now it's like everything's bpa free but then you also have other things like bps so you know if you think about it the industries always want to make money so if they can't use a certain material they're definitely gonna choose something else that is profitable and cheap and whatever right so don't underestimate the corruption of big industry okay like the fast food industry is really corrupted and the pharmaceuticals and then you think about it also all the manufacturing ones for all the materials they're pretty corrupted so um aside from that <laughs> that's also another huge issue when it comes to health um yeah just think about switching all your containers to glass containers for example or even ceramic ones um using cling wrap i'm not a huge fan of using cling wrap you know um because there's a lot of like plastics in them too microplastics and um you know just thinking about using like beeswax wrap instead i love using beeswax because it smells great it keeps your food fresh um you can kind of just clean it you don't have to wash it out completely and beeswax is like you know the material that they use that they come from the bees which is really natural and really like um protective so i like using beeswax um to cover my food or to wrap foods to have them you know stored in the fridge for example another one is aluminum foil get rid of your aluminum foil they are not helping you because all of the aluminum is actually leaching into your food and this can cause a lot of problems with your hormones for example so i like to use like parchment paper just kind of simple parchment paper or sometimes you know um you can just kind of um like if you roast vegetables you don't even have to use parchment paper just wash your tray right 
but you train is like uh, pretty safe to do so. So you know, just thinking about ways, every little like small things that you do, um, just think about how you can change that. Oh, I just had a thought. So one more thing about the bathroom is like when you brush your teeth, um, to try to avoid toothpaste that contains fluoride, because fluoride is a huge, huge contributor to um, hyperthyroidism, and um, and like poor health. So we really want to look at um, using fluoride-free toothpaste. And for the states, I think Hello is quite a good brand, and Tom's is quite a good brand. There are a lot of like toothpaste brands out there right now that doesn't use fluoride. So definitely should go have a look at that. Um, so another thing, so we've talked about the bathroom and, the, and then the kitchen. Um, here in the kitchen, when we talk about food, you want to be thinking about, okay, foods that are organic. So you don't want to be getting conventional produce at all if you can afford it. Try to go as organic as possible because um, the amount of glyphosate that's being used, herbicides, pesticides, those are all carcinogenic. They can um, increase the amount of breast cancer levels in women, for example. Um, so definitely choose organic whenever you can. And also on that note, when you ever choose like meat and poultry, get them grass-fed, pasture-raised eggs and chicken, um, wild-caught fish if you can. Um, and so that's it for the kitchen, I think. So, and then we talked about water like early, early on. So definitely get a water filter uh, for your water. Um, I wanna talk about the home in general. So if you think about it, just avoid like air fresheners, the air sprays, toilet sprays, whatever. Anything that has fragrance in them, just get rid of them. Um, you know, if you want your house to smell nice, you can diffuse essential oils, for example. Those are really concentrated and potent, but they can go a long way. And it, you know, the essential oils not only give you um, great smelling air, but it also helps to detoxify your air. Some of these oils have really... Um, important um, botanical functions that can actually help you know your headaches to ease or they can help with like calming calming you or energizing you depending on which oil you use right i'm pretty sure you know how to use essential oils um, so you can use that as an example um, if you have candles don't get scented candles you can get candles that are made of beeswax for example um, those are actually a lot more environmentally friendly as well and they don't emit that chemical fragrance smell. So that is the household and the living room in, in terms of smelling. Um, you know, try to get some plants. Plants are really good because, you know, um, not all plants, you know, remove like toxins from the air, but some do like formaldehyde from your furniture, for example. Um, so, you know, plants are always a great way to like um, invite more fresh air into your home. They also provide like a nurturing environment and nurturing energy into your home. And if you're thinking, okay, I don't have enough time to like take care of my kids or even cook or whatever, I don't have time to like go around and take care of something else that needs watering. Um, you can, you know, you can choose plants that are very low maintenance. For example, like the ZZ plant or the snake plant. And I can put in some options here too for you. Um, and those are really great ones to start off with because they're low maintenance and, you know, they can just invite like a pop of green into your space. And our eyes, you know, they are constant, constantly bombarded with like blue light from the screens. So sometimes when you look up and you just like stare at the green in your house, 
it's really comforting it's really soothing and you can help to switch your brain from like a really stressed mode into a more calming mode so another thing about um, living at home is when you clean your house what do you use okay throw your bleach out throw your normal detergent out um, you know a lot of like you know how you have like a whole set of like this is for the table this is for the window this is for the floor like you know just kind of get out of their mindset and think about okay how can i use an all all in one purpose cleaner a non-toxic cleaner that i can just use for all of these surfaces like why do i have why do i have to use different surfaces for everything um so if you can think about that some of the really good products are like Branch Basics and Dr. Bronner's. They use like Castell soap, which is kind of a, like a concentrate, and then you just dilute it to different purposes. So for example, I use Dr. Bronner's for like washing my dishes, washing my sink, washing the shower uh, area, washing uh, my laundry, and having it as a hand wash too. So it's really multifunctional, and, it's, uh, and I buy the unscented one, so it's really like... You know, just kind of like all natural. I don't have to really worry about it um, drying my skin completely out as well. Um, and also, you know, just look for natural alternatives like baking soda and distilled white vinegar are really great sources of, um, you know, cleaning. Like a simple cleaning product. Like I literally can get my sink, um, you know, that drainage, the metal thing to glow just from using baking soda and white vinegar like you really can spend so much less um, and you can use that money to buy better skincare right instead of spending so much money on like all these different products and all these different products even for your, your hair right like your body and stuff so um, you know just kind of shifting your money around seeing what is important to you if you can save on like all the household cleaners just by buying one product then you can use the, the rest of the amount of money to spend a little bit more on like your sunscreen or your skincare, for example. So it's just kind of like shifting that mindset and not thinking about like having one product for every single thing in your house. Um, so that is the topic of uh, cleaning your house. Um, I want to say a quick word about like carpets and mattresses and pillows. And all of these actually also have chemicals. If you, you know, if you can afford it, you can choose like an organic mattress or if not, you can just buy like sheets that are more um, eco-friendly, but not only that, but like uh, sheets that are like purely cotton and doesn't have any like uh, all of the chemical laden material in them. And, you know, for me, that's like a really big one. And that's one thing that I haven't done yet. So, you know, like removing toxins from your home is actually like a long journey. Like you, it doesn't take like a month. It can take years. It can take one or two years. But as long as you know what uh, products are, you know, can be sources of toxins, the next time you buy something else, you can choose a safer brand. You can choose a non-toxic brand, right? So this is uh, why I wanted to do this Facebook Live to just give you the awareness of where you can get started. You can do the little small things and then you can transition to the bigger ones in the future. Um, and also this is just a great reminder if you happen to be moving soon or if you're in the current stage of moving house, think about what is in your environment, right? 
think about how you want to design it, what kind of products or furniture you want to get. Um, all of that plays a really, really big, important role. So that's it for today. Um, I know that this is a pretty long episode, but I think it's really important that we talk about toxins in the environment because, as I said, like they really contribute to poor health. And, um, you know, there can be a lot more things that I'm missing out on. That's just a list that I have in my head right now. Um, but if you have encountered any toxicity in your home, for example, like mold toxicity or, you know, exposure to like the freeway or pesticides in the air, if especially if you live out in the country, um, if you have your own story about um, being affected by toxins, please share with the group so that everyone can learn from it and also what to look out for. I also do know that some people suffer from mercury poisoning or lead poisoning and those are not um, not great. So that's it for today. I hope you've learned some stuff on how to detoxify your home. It can start from really, really small things but just really bear in mind that it has to be consistent. And if you want more guidance on how to detoxify not only your home but yourself, um, you can come you know, PM me or you can just comment and I can get back to you. Otherwise, you can go and get a free strategy call with me. I'll be happy to help you out. Until then, I'll see you next week.